Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for a peculiar podcast. In your wildest dreams, you could not imagine the marvelous surprises that await you. Hosted by Pat Cashman. He had taken his bodybuilding as far as he could. After winning a record seventh Mr. Olympia title, he retired. And back by his side, Lisa Foster. As a child, her ambition was to become a dancer. As good fortune would have it, she became a princess instead. Broadcasters turned rogue podcasters. This <laughs> is just a real nice surprise. They're back and on demand. Just press the button. See, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? Yes, I guess you're right. <laughs> Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Yeehaw! Can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. It's love and time. when we're rolling and I'll put down the liquor bottle, okay? And we're rolling. Here comes the sun. Here comes the sun. I say it's all right. Oh my gosh, it is such a beautiful day and we've taken advantage of that by being outdoors for this long, long, long overdue podcast. Uh, we probably have to start from scratch again, Lisa. We should just start at number one. Because people, if they ever did have the habit of listening they probably gave up weeks ago but we we didn't give up we just sort of we tried to give up i think you made the you you said we've gone fishing and that's kind of what it was you ain't got no ambition you're convincing gone fishing well you had we do this every time we always make excuses nobody gives a crap what our what our excuses are so who cares if you'd have to give a crap period yeah to notice that it was not here and i've heard from some folks and that was very nice but really nobody uh, called me and said nobody called but yeah, got nobody said, hey, from, what are you doing? Are you guys quitting? God, it's about time. <laughs> Jeez, I told Larry that you were going to, and then we had a bet going. And so so anyway, we are resuming this lovely little podcast and uh, long overdue. And for no other reason than to see you, I have not laid eyes on you in, boy, what at least two months. At maybe least two three. months. And I apologize for not looking better after that. Ex- you probably walked in and went, well, see, that's what happens when I don't see her for two months. She's just gone to hell. Do some people look better uh, after a period of time goes by? I guess. Well, yes, because technically your eyesight gets worse as Mm. time goes by. So I suppose that there are a few people that would look better, but it would only be because you can't see as well anymore. I have two granddaughters that get cuter every time I see them. And it always made me wonder about this. When is the day, and none of us can ever know. When it turns. Like I was watching Heidi Klum on some show the other night, and I thought, I'll bet she is actually falling apart right now from her peak. She looks good right now, but I bet she's not as yeah. attractive as there's a one day in your life that you're the maybe most. one moment in your life where you are as good uh, physically attractive as uh, it's ever gonna get as you're ever gonna get. And and, and I wonder because I look back at old videos of myself and our family on vacation. I know even old almost live shows. Yeah, in, you, and I. I think, You're oh still a handsome man, but yeah, no, you were you were uh, much better looking back then. Oh, I know. <laughs> but so was I. It wasn't that good looking. We back were really cute 20 years ago. Oh my 
my son, I was we were, we were celebrating Father's Day the other day, and we pulled out some old videos and stuff that from family vacations through the years. And there's one where we're in Mexico, and he's got no shirt on, and he's got his swim trunks on, and he's he's sort of flexing to the camera, and he goes and he looks at it and he goes, "Oh my God, oh!" And because he clearly had. Uh, ab muscles, <laughs> and uh, you know he looks slim and sleek and fit, and he, he's just shaking his head and saying, "Oh my God, where did that kid go?" I know. And he's and, and and Chris isn't really that old, so but that younger, <laughs> sleeker, as good as it's going to get, self is already. Yeah. In the, so in let the that mirror. let that be a lesson to those of you that haven't reached it yet. Just just appreciate it when it comes because. Typically, but you don't know when it I, I know, but That's I'm it. saying that mo- your whole life you go you go through and like it just was it wouldn't matter. Like when I was 33, I go, oh, I'm not pretty enough or I'm not skinny enough. I would kill to be to look what I looked like at 33. I'd kill to wear the same size underpants that I wore at age 33. And we know it's technically possible. Like lately, I, every day. I mean, and this is one of the days, and so far so good. But every day lately, I've been saying, okay, that's it. That's it. I am. I'm gonna lose some weight. Me too. This is it. And yeah. I say it every day, and then something comes along and screws it up, so that at about six or seven o'clock at night, I'm. I say, all right, tomorrow. That is it for mm-hmm. sure. I know. Tomorrow. Well, so what is it for you that? Because I, I have a convenient excuse for why I can't go <clears throat> on a diet. But what, so what is it for you that prevents, that ha- that comes along? Is it like a chocolate cake walks in the front door? Sometimes, yeah, sometimes. Uh, this past weekend, uh, somebody brought a pie. That's my favorite pie. I know. it. Marionberry is the best of all pies, in my opinion. And you like pies no matter what's in them. Oh, yeah. So, uh, in fact, I, I thought I was going to buy a, a pie, you know, the, the pie with the 4 and 20 blackbirds. <laughs> I purposely got one with 2 and 20, 2 and 20, because I was on a diet. But doesn't matter. I still eat. So I ate pie. People had these red licorice sitting out. I'd grab two or three of those at a time. Uh, you know, potato chips, crackers, and I'm just shoveling stuff in all the time. So, if so it, it's really just a matter of that you just don't have any control. I guess that's it. And so, so the key for me is you just cannot have right. any of those things. Don't around. have it. If they're around, I can't resist them. I'm lucky enough to live by myself where I don't have to. I can pre- adhere pretty hard to that rule. Yeah, it's like the kid that used to go to school. You know the old joke about the kid said, oh, my God, bologna and tomato sandwich again. Yeah. God, I hate these. Right. They said, well, well, tell your mom to stop making it. And she, he says, no, I, I make my own lunch every day. <laughs> Well, it's kind of like that for you. You'd have nobody to blame if you right. if you were snacking. But because I don't, you're the one putting them But I, I don't buy potato chips or candy bars. Um, I In the summertime, it's been really warm. I just I do love me some ice cream, as you can tell. Yeah. But here's my problem. Ice cream is good. It's so good. It's really good. I'm your ice cream man. Stop me when I'm passing by. Oh, my, my. I'm your ice cream man. Stop me when I'm passing by. My my problem is I travel so much, and it's that that is 
the inherent issue on the road when you have little time and not a lot to choose from and you're out of your uh, routine and you're staying yep. in a different hotel and oh my gosh I've got no time I'll grab this little macaroni and cheese cup because I got to get something to eat before I run off to the next appointment yeah what a, what a hotel serve what is their room service it's always I don't something stay at and hotels fries with, something and no, fries no it's not but I don't stay at hotels that have room service you don't no what kind of dumps are you staying in exactly you don't have that's hey. why I'm chubby <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you don't stay at hotels that have room service? Even what? dumpy hotels have something. No, they don't. I stay, like, if you stay at, um, uh... What kind of company are you working listen for? Listen to me. If, I, if, if I'm if i staying at, like, the shut down. Hilton Garden in... Yeah. Yeah, they'll have room service. But then Hilton, you know, Hilton has tons of different properties. The Doubletree. Um, I think they have rooms, but every property is different. Some of them don't. They have all have free breakfast. So basically, yeah. I have from 6 to 10 a.m. to load up as much crap as I can and bring it back to my room. Yeah, and most of those breakfasts, except for the, you know, the they're, little nicety yeah. of fruit and stuff. There's donuts and butterhorns. Yeah, but, butterhorns, <laughs> which are our favorites. Pancakes. Wal- waffles. Big old mess of eggs and stuff like that. Yeah, and so, the eggs are, oh, yeah. you know they're not really eggs. They're, they don't. They don't look like eggs. They don't taste egg like things. eggs. That doesn't mean they're not eggs. They're like they. Cr- they're crumbly. They're like egg crumbs. Mm, making me hungry. Now. Oh, stop. it's so bad. It, don't feel sorry for me, but it's bad. It's bad, you know. And then, and then somebody it's says, bad, you know. and then you know how people like to solve your problems. Well, you know, you you should just take yourself out to a very nice dinner every night. Um, and get, you know, just a great salad and some fish and some protein. Well, that would just be just hunky-dory if I had the time to go sit down somewhere and get a nice meal like that. I don't. Well, now, just describe. <laughs> I don't know. Describe. <laughs> now, you can keep crying in just a minute. But, but I work but first, till, describe like, your day. So you, tra- you go on these trips. I go on these. On, I like how you this, say this. this these this trips. This bogus, uh, <laughs> screwing people over company. <laughs> It's like uh, you're traveling with a, a medicine show. We're going to have to edit people, that part out. You're giving people medicines and stuff that you know is <laughs> just water and cooling. You're we, like an evangelist. Should we talk about that? What You're is, like a tent revival evangelist. What is it you are? You, what do you think that I do? I th- I don't think you know what I do. Well, I think I do. I think I do. I think well, you are essentially a one-person carnival, <laughs> blowing into town with <laughs> waving uh, promises of fortune and fame to in front of people's faces. I never because you are going to be able to teach them skills that hunt to. Uh, until then, they had never imagined w- was within them. Well, how and, in fact, uh, most people would d- listen to them or see them and say, no, no, she's wrong. There is nothing there. But I'll, but if you have a few dollars to spare and want to steer it our way, our being the company you work for, fine. We'll take your money, and then we'll hit, and you'll never see us or hear from us again. See you later, sucker. That's why so many... <coughs> Of your gigs are in other towns. You, it'd, oh, it'd be too hot for you to work in this town. That's right.
You know, the cops would be at the door all the time. I have news for you. Better wor- Business Bureau would be banging the door down. I work in this town all the time. And I'll have you know that uh, the company that I subcontract for has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Intel. The Better Business so Bureau my looks day, more closely. So my course. day is like this. So I fly out, which is hassle in and of itself, as you know. It just It's just fraught with, you know, with BS. Fraught. yeah. And uh, so then I get there, and then I rent a car, and then I drive to the hotel, and then I unpack all my crap. And then I look at the clock, and I'm like, oh, I got to get in traffic again and drive an hour or an hour and a half to the class I'm teaching tonight. Why do I drive an hour, an hour and a half? Because I want to stay in a hotel that's in the middle of all these classes I have to teach. Because so, I don't like packing and unpacking and checking in and out. That's a hassle. So I try to pick a hotel that's... So the classes you teach, to be clear to people, you you teach... I... Would you say... Well, go ahead. I, 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 maybe I'll say too much. But So you teach people to... I give what them... What they can do no. already, which is to talk. <laughs> Some people can't talk Then what are very they well. Then? See, you're. This you, is, when you people show this up. This is typical of someone who is not who's a neophyte and doesn't understand. I'm not a neophyte. The muscles that it requires to do a voiceover. I've done this how, all my life. How I'm not to, a neophyte. How to work? That's well, but you're assuming that people are like you that know how to do this stuff. You have the skills. Well, then explain You've what you skills. do. What are the skills that that you teach that people wouldn't have in this class? Any other way of getting in this class that I teach, I'm not really teaching them skills. You could have just stopped. I'm not really teaching. Them skills. Okay. okay. I am giving them an overview. It's a two-hour class of the voiceover industry. This will then arm them with the knowledge of whether or not they want to pursue. This is not an industry for everyone. No. It's and it's not, not everyone not is right for the industry. Stop it. Are, stop it. People that you do are, stop it. Do you want me to tell you? Yes, go ahead. So I talk to them about what they need to be able to do with their voice. I give them some you know, quick and dirty tips on how to do a voiceover. You know, have good pitch variety, pacing, breath control, tone, all these things that we work into scripts. Then I tell them about the kinds of jobs that are out there. A lot of people don't know what a voiceover is. Um, or how many different And types. yet they've signed up for this class, no, but not I, knowing what it is. No, but I mean, they don't know all the different things. People don't know that a voiceover is any recorded voice that informs or entertains. That's really the... Name me one person that doesn't know that. I mean, you've said it like it's this huge secret. It, You're telling me that a voiceover is any voice that is heard yes. on a commercial or... Some other but thing my point, my, my, that would have a voice. My point is this. Does your car talk to you or does your refrigerator talk to you? The ATM no. talks to you. All those things. That that grocery store kiosk lady, the one that goes, please place the item in the bag. That's a voiceover. I don't go to that store. That's, <laughs> that's a voiceover. And a lot of people go, oh, that's right. I guess that is right. So people are not aware because they're not in the industry and they don't understand how so many opportunities So are you could there. get a job just saying... Please place the item in the bag. And that's your gig. That's your gig. Mm-hmm. Right. Amus- and then you'd have that on your demo reel. Uh, Perhaps you heard me doing this one. We're sorry. You have reached a number that has been disconnected or is no longer in service. If you feel you have reached this recording in error, please check the number and try your call again. Or you're the on-hold guy. I do on-hold messaging. thank you for calling. While you're waiting, let me give you some helpful advice. Your call is important to us. We- 
Please stay on we the line. We have rubber mallets on sale, one-third off our regular price. That's a voiceover job, and you get paid good money for that. Your GPS, how often do you do you use your GPS? Hang on, hang on. That's good. Um, yeah. How often do you I use actually, your GPS? Listen to this, though. I actually have a very interesting relationship the, with my GPS lady. The na- I'll bet you do. But those that lady... When she got that gig, had to go in, and I know you know this, but she had to go in and record every street name in America, mm-hmm. which isn't very sexy voiceover work, but it's good money. Yeah, I've done gigs like that where I've had, like I'm the voice of a card game or something, and you have to go respond every yeah. possible hand that there could be. Gaming is yeah, huge. We live in a huge horrible, game. Horrible work. No, God, don't say just that. God, just the worst work you could get and you don't get paid very much to do it it's just well maybe awful. you didn't it's get paid awful. very much to do it well whatever you would consider good pay for well that's having true a constant that's true your throat you're way up in the upper echelon no but i mean it's 50, tedious work 50 dollars in a cookie is good it pay sounds for me. easy it sounds oh that'd be easy everybody wants to be that's why i'm teaching people my friends tell me i have a really good voice uh, so i think well okay let me check into it Yes. I think I've asked you this question before. Let me ask it to you again. And be as forthcoming as you can, Miss Foster. You are being recorded right now. Have you ever been deposed before? All right. So let me ask know. you this. Has anybody ever come in to your class? And they're ostensibly there to learn about the business. But at the by the time they leave you, the, in the perfect world, they would be... Ready made now to go over and have a career or at least a part time career doing voiceovers no, of their own. They're not ready after a two hour class. What are you nuts? How many oh, of course. Of course I must be nuts. Because you're gonna want more money than that. What was I thinking? Of course, of course two hours wouldn't be enough to learn something so complicated. I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> you're being a jerk. No, I'm just I'm I'm just trying to the, the, nobody, nobody, nobody is, is, the, the, the two-hour class is in and of itself. That's it. I will give you everything in that two-hour class to teach you about the industry, what, how, what, how the unions but not work, enough. how the unions work. I only have two hours. What it's do you like want a, from it's me? It's like those things you got on the internet. Here's what... Here's 10 tips on how to lose belly fat. And so you go through all the, and then they dish you off to here and here. And then at the end of it, you realize they haven't told me yet. All right, well, they let, didn't tell me anything. Let me ask you They this. just walked me through all this let's stuff they want to say, sell me. Let's say you want to become a nurse. Okay. And there's an introductory class on all things that you're going to have to consider if you want to turn a turn yourself into a nurse okay and it's a two-hour class and it covers everything from here's the kind of education you're gonna need mm-hmm. here are some of the challenges of the of that industry here's some of the ways you can get around the competition here's this and this and this and then that's your two hours you get to leave here's that what the class. drains look like here's you, here's what good here's no, what a no, no you don't learn that in that class you're just learning. so you're withholding that information mm, you're just so then you go to nursing school and, and find pay, out the truth and pay money to become a nurse to somebody else how come that's not how come you're not yelling at that well, why couldn't you just put this out in a nice friendly brochure uh, so that people wouldn't have to because come to people this have class. questions there's got to be more there's and got to be more of a reason that you want to get them 
into trap them in a room together. There's got to nope. be a sinister in fact, purpose. In fact, the programs... I didn't expect you to own up to it. I'm just saying. In fact, the, the, the people that want more information, they're only sent it by Is request. Is that when you start going, rubbing your hands together? Oh, you, you want more information? Why, sure, I think we can accommodate that very nicely. Don't you... I'm not happy with where how I'm feeling right now. I'm sorry. I, don't I haven't know. seen you in ages that I'm feeling crappy. Well, I just... You made me upset. Well, I'm just, you're I upsetting guess, me. How about this? How about I'm annoyed because you're gone so much. <laughs> you are not. And I want you to you're be gone thrilled. because you're, you're fighting uh, disease in Africa. Oh, I want well, you to that be would gone make me that, sad. I want you to be gone for that no, higher no, purpose no, than no. teaching people I just love... where their uvula is located. That I don't think you could say that on the radio. I think so. I mean, on a podcast. Uh, no, I love what I do. I love people that are eager and want to know, and, and, and I tell them the good and the bad. And so you get them all I excited. I love it. You get them excited, filled, filled with hope and optimism. A chance to get out of their dull, wretched lives. You raise me up so I can stand on mountains. We're sorry, you have reached a number that has been disconnected or is no longer in service. And then, two hours later, okay. reality comes crashing in. I give it, yes, you're right. Hello, darkness, my old friend. That's all I'm doing. I've come to talk with you again. Do you... Um, oh, my God. We've spent 20 minutes talking about this. Do you uh, have a cavalcade of success stories that you bring <laughs> yes. into the room and say... Oh, no, no, no. You know the guy that does the voiceovers on that new Transformer movie? That was well, my student. Well, he's a friend of a guy that worked at a filling station that sister came to one of my classes by accident. <sighs> So, there you go. I'm only 65 degrees of separation <laughs> from that guy. No. And I don't talk about my voice. I'm just there to tell them about the industry. They can make their decision whether they want to move on. A lot of, in fact, a high majority of people that come to those introductory classes are like, nah, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do so that. Then, so, you, then you would give them their money back. No, I'm not the one that takes their money. They're signing up through the college. Oh. So do you know the like the little the college, the little kaleidoscope, it's a college, the little kaleidoscope brochure that you get from where do you live again? Monroe. Well, so I know don't the, you have I like Monroe, little, Monroe little, Community you, College. You might have art talent things yeah. that get on the no, 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 no. Is that what it is? No, it's like when you, the adult education, continuing education, um, learn to water paint or or learn, um, you know, Microsoft Windows for Beginners or learn salsa dancing or whatever it is. You can do all sorts of stuff and learn. That's where I'm teaching these introductory classes. Just that's the very first step. And that's a college? Yeah, I teach at Bellevue Community College. I teach at Kirkland I know Park and Rex. I teach at teach North after, Seattle. But is, uh, do you They're not paying me for that. represent a college? No. Well, you said the college. Right, the college. I, th I thought you had... Uh, I'm teaching a class that the college has said, yes, we'll... Perhaps a doctorate. We'd love to have you teach your voiceover class here at North Community uh, Shoreline College. They use the word North love? 
usually when they find out who I am. <laughs> they have no idea who I am. <laughs> no, but this is great. I mean, this I is this is uh, you. You've, so they pay the college for thirty nine dollars. It's usually it's one class, a two hour class. That's it. So this it's, company you work for, you must be the star of the of the company because you travel so much. I mean, they could find if you're doing a, a thing, a presentation in Dubuque, they could just get a guy from Dubuque to do it. That's right. But they don't want to bring the B team. That's right. Team. Thank you for that. Yeah, I, I've right? I've actually I'm surprised at how much I enjoy doing presentations and teaching and um, and then I do an all day intense advanced technique workshop for people who now what's, are now what's that one like? That's for people who do decide to get then you bring training out with gear us. and stuff like that. Yeah, you we record we, people. I record people. We talk about marketing. We um, the most important part of that all day seminar. Yeah. Lunch. I buy them lunch. We all have lunch. What kind of lunch are you serve? Whatever. Since you've already said that you eat so poorly, what could that be? Pizza. <laughs> but usually pizza places that I order from isn't, have a salad thing, and I usually will get a salad. Isn't pizza actually a bad thing for a voiceover a person? No. Why do you say that? Because the cheese and the lactose See, can, can screw your throat up. Some people... Not everybody. I can eat a whole wheel of cheese and drink a milkshake before I go on the air. Really? And it doesn't affect me huh. phlegm-wise. Oh, that's very, very good. That's probably why. A whole wheel of cheese. <laughs> How big a wheel are we talking about? About like this tire? big. Like a car tire? No, a little bit bigger than that. Oh, wow. So do you... Tractor tire. Do wow. you... Um, is that Does that bother you? Having milk and stuff before you go I on? I think Or so. like you like to call it milk? Yeah, milk. Uh, I think it does, yeah. Uh, my b- biggest thing is if I get a coughing jag, uh, then I know then, I have to, then I'm I'm no good for hours after that. So I know carrots cause that. It's hey, you know what? I heard a commercial you did the other day uh, that you well, did that's a amazing because I don't do very many. Yeah, but you said the word treasure again, and I'm in my car screaming at you. Really? What yeah. spot was that? The um, that Goodwill rapping song you think you you rap to yeah you know the all problem sorts with of, that you is, said all all sorts of treasures the problem with that is i'm sorry i'm just as a voiceover coach telling you yeah thanks coach well the problem with that is that i cannot hear that the difference so i can't fix it very well because people say no don't say treasure say treasure i say, you like potato and you like potato. You like tomato and you like tomato. Potato, potato, tomato, tomato. Let's call It's like the guy on the old Tre- Get Smart show Tre- that was called the Claw. Hold on. And he had an accent, and they'd say, "Hey, listen, Craw," and he said, "No, my name is not the Craw. <laughs> it's the Craw. It's a matter." <laughs> It's a matter of you being able to hear the difference. Tre and tray are two different sounds. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Sorry, we're going to have to just stand. Should yeah, we just stand? No, let's don't stop. There's a guy fixing up his lawn. We're outdoors at your house, by the way, we should say, on your uh, patio. And, uh, you know, people are doing what they do. They mow their lawns. And I do know, clippings. but this. Weed whacker is probably coming next. Do you ever he mow mows. your? Do you have a you have a little lawn. Do you mow it? Do you bring somebody in to do it? I have people that mow my little lawn. Oh, do you? It How takes long them does about that take? about five about seconds. About two hours. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, I pay them a hundred bucks yeah. each time they just come out. Just two hours. Now we just do an exchange. 
Uh, he's got a Kubota tractor. I can see. I have. A, we have a Kubota tractor. He loves that. He loves yeah, they that are thing. Cool. They're fun. So he has. If you can see across, he's got a very large meadow and a mm -hmm. duck pond and yeah. a gazebo and yeah. Oh, and yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's got a lot of property back there. He does. But he mows it like every day. Like every day, he gets on that. Is he mowing it right now? Is he just dragging his cart around? He's just, well, I think he's mowing. Yeah, I think he's mowing. Here's what I would do. This is what I'd recommend you do. Good. I need you to tell me because it's annoying. I hate noise. Mm -hmm. And I'm a noisy person, but I hate it. I want to come out here and you could pr you can hear the creek back here. And it's very zen-like, which is one of the reasons I bought this property 20 years ago. Yeah. But well, this is really ruining it. Well, I know you're into Zen and peace and love and everything, but I think you ought well. to put something in the lawn out there <laughs> that will screw his blades up. Like, like, like a coat hanger or something <laughs> like that. Peace train sounding louder tonight on the peace train. Oh, I thought you were going a little bigger like dynamite. <laughs> well, you could, you, if, the, if the coat hanger See, that's how I feel. That's how I think. Just put a strand of wire out there that'll bind up <clears throat> yeah. his blades. And he'll you know, he'll be you'll hear some cussing and stuff like that when he gets off. Then he's gonna have to either take it off himself somehow or yeah, but best then, of all, he'll ship it off to the Kubota dealer and it'll be gone for at least a couple weeks. Well, That's can, what I'd do. Is there anything I could do? Yeah, but then what if they give him like 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 when your car's in the shop, what if they give him a loaner? That's even louder oh, and bigger. Point. Yeah, I didn't think of that. Hmm. <laughs> Sorry, all we have is the Tractor X10-1000. Doesn't, doesn't have a muffler. Will that be okay? No, my neighbors won't mind. <laughs> it'll take about It'll take about three. And then the other thing. Well, you know, thing, he does have a beautiful yard. And it look is at those really beautiful pretty. hanging plants. I'd like to steal a couple of those. We probably my wife. can. She loves hanging plants. We probably can. Costco, by the way, is a ripoff. They have those hanging plants. We used to get them there. Now they're up over 20. Geez, they're like pushing 30 bucks for those things. That's, Come on, that's Costco. What they, that's what they are at the store at QFC. I know, but when did they become that expensive? They're expensive. That's crazy talk, I tell you. Okay. I, I can't hear you. Okay. Well, I'm here. I'm here, and he's very close to us right now. Should, do you think that he sees that we have headphones and microphones on? Do you know that guy? Have you ever yes, talked to him? Yes, I've known him for 20 years. Well, then why don't you speak to him? Because don't so, you, you think... Know, does he know what you do for a living? Well, you don't know what I do for a living, well, so how would you expect him to know what I do? Well, I know you, have, uh, you do podcasts. I know that. <laughs> have a, you told him? For a living? No. That's I don't think missed. he would. I don't think you want. But listen, I have to tell you this. I, this Here's the great thing. I don't think he'll ever listen to this podcast, but I have to tell you this. You're just going to, this is going to, this sent me over the edge when I found out. So we were, I have a little bridge between our properties. The creek runs. I'm looking right at it. And. Uh, Looks tailor-made for a troll. Yes. As I have said in the past. Yes. You know you've got to pay the toll. And we were hanging out. Um, he came up. He was mowing, and I was weeding. And he stopped and chatted. And he said, "Well, you know what I'm doing with this property? Because you see how big all that property is. There's a big gazebo, and then he has this big giant wood shop. He converted the wood shop into a um, torture chamber." It's going to be a torture chamber for me. 
because here's what he's decided to do. They're going to actually turn it into a daycare, senior daycare oh. center. Oh, senior daycare. Oh, that's okay. Well, it's not so going to be little kids. Here's going, all I it's see. not going to be little kids going, I poop my pants. No. Now what will be, I poop my pants. <laughs> and here's all I'm thinking is that I'm going to have these these senior patients wandering around my bridge. I blush. I don't know where I am. And I, I'm thinking, really? I'm going to have all these old people wandering around in the backyard? They're nice. They're, they might be no, really... No, they're not stories. all nice. There's some really crank, cranky old people. You know, I still got it, sister. Let's you and me amble on over to your <laughs> boudoir. Well, that's not a bad thought. That would be a good way for me to get dates effortlessly. So you're just worried. Just sit in my backyard so in clear. a tube top. I want to be clear about it. Your worry <clears throat> is not that. So I would say, oh, gee, I, I hope no one stumbles and hurts themselves near my <laughs> property or they don't have a seizure or something like that. Your your worry is just that they'll come around <laughs> and and with their old people. Yes. Smells and, and behaviors and things. Uh, and stare and yeah. drool. I yeah. mean, what if I do want to hang out in the backyard and tie one on or smoke a bowl full? I don't want a, some lost senior citizen wandering around back there. Well, I, oh, the plane's coming over, too. The mail drop. Well, you can put a little fence there, can't you? And you could justify I it. I can so your still neighbor... see them. Yeah, but they can't unless you, if you put an electric fence there, <laughs> or, you know, with concertina okay, wire. Okay, so I'm not done. Unless they want to dig out and crawl down a sewage pipe, and, and you know, like so, those two guys up in New Jersey did, then you probably will be safe. Okay, that's fine. But then the other thing he said, and then I'm also going to rent this out on the weekends for weddings. Did you hear me? Yes. For weddings. I'm so looking at the property quiet, now, and it does look like it'd be perfect for weddings. It's gorgeous for weddings. Mm -hmm. Inconvenient for me, once again. Because... Uh, you're traveling all the time, anyway. There it's, goes my quiet weekends. Yeah, but the, the few, the few, the few weekends I do get at home in the summer. That's what I am. I just I want it quiet and... And I want to hear the creek. I don't want to hear, um, you know, the the reception going and, yeah. you know, just play some old time of rock at the top of it and then drunk people. So then you'll have drunk people wandering down to the creek that I have to deal with. The electric fence may not stop those people. Coming over with the drunk old people. I mean, that's a... Do you see my... You see my but this despair. is all speculative. This is what he's talking about doing. No. He hasn't done it yet, has he? No, it's all fixed up. I went up there and looked. Uh -oh. Of course, I haven't seen any old people or brides over there yet, so maybe he just hasn't right. gotten any business. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> if you're going to get married, are you going to want to get married at a place where the guy could be running his lawnmower? He's I mean, not going to run You're in it the on middle of a neighborhood here. If you want to go for a wedding, you want to get out in the sticks someplace or alongside the waterway or someplace where he's... You know, you're not going to have as much noise or looky-loos. So here's what I thought. You know, you need to get a BB gun. No, you know what I need to get? I need to get my minister's license. I've got one. You do? They're easy. 
I know they're easy. Yeah. I can go to the church of... Um, we got a, a universal... Uh, unification. You would get unification. On, on the computer right now. It'll take I know. you 10 minutes. I know. Which is so, stupid, but it's true. <clears throat> I'm thinking if I... In fact, I just married a couple about six weeks ago. You did? Yeah, I got oh. another one coming in September. See, I didn't know this about you. How could I have known you for 20 plus years and not Well, I don't do it professionally. Uh, what I do, do is ch- a, I do a two-hour... It's a two-hour uh, ceremony... And I teach people about getting into the marriage business. Billy Ray was a preacher's son, and when his daddy would visit, he'd come along. I uh, teach them everything they need to know. Uh, uh, and then if they decide they want to get married after that, okay. then okay. they'll know what they're getting into. All right. That's kind of what That's I do. That's funny. I travel every That's funny. The only one who could ever reach me was the son of a preacher man. Do you, do you tell do. them that they're good marriage material? Yes, and I make sure that they pay me up front, by the way. See, as far as I can tell, that's the only downside about uh, marrying people. You're always doing it as a favor to somebody. What's the downside? Don't you get to stay in, at the reception and eat and drink? whoop de doo What? Well, whoop de doo Really? I mean, don't you think? I mean, I know that people... And I always put this little joke into my opening remarks as I'm marrying people that, uh, you know, when I, I wasn't sure that I should do this wedding, I mean, after all. But then when I got online and read that many ministers make up to five to $2,000 a free ceremony, that's what I say. Oh, okay. That's what I say okay. out loud. Got it, got it. Then I decided, yeah, <laughs> maybe I will agree to do this. It's good. But it doesn't work. Nobody says. <laughs> that was funny, that part about paying you. Hey, the reception's <laughs> over there if you want to join us. I don't really want to be paid anyway. It's just, it's nice. It's pleasant. So when I do it, I just put little bits of jokes and things in there. I meet with the couple, find out how did they meet, what's their back, what's their backstories, their history, relationship with the people sitting out in the audience, their friends and family and all that sort of stuff. Now, are there any couples that you've looked at that went, that you thought, I mean, do you like have any moral... Um, no, dilemmas. I mean, I only do it for friends, people I know. I know, but I'm saying if they've made a bad choice, do you somehow feel compelled to go, I just, I. No, I, I mean, just, nobody was there to, you know, to nobody I, I, was there to coach my wife. I know. She, <laughs> she made her own choice. Oh, okay. She had to live with it. Really? Yeah. So you just take that power and you just, you don't feel. Not like- my responsibility. Uh, you know, uh, but you could. Beauty's in the eye, and, and love is in the eye of the beholder. I, I, sure, but I if say. she shows up with Jack the Ripper, I mean, do you say, "Look, I'm not really comfortable getting marrying you off to Jack the Ripper," and she's like, "But I love him." What I mean? <laughs> well, if he hasn't killed her already, I mean, I don't think he's going to get married okay, and this then is kill her. Louder, louder. Yeah, it is. Um, should we, we just wrap it up and go have a cigar till well, he no, shuts I it mean, off? We, we can keep going. I'm sorry I got off on that other tangent. Uh, so, uh, I was getting back to uh, the Father's Day This thing, is way too loud. Which is old. I don't think. It doesn't sound that bad here. Maybe on your mic. It sounds okay. I mean, it's audible. Let's put it that way. It is annoying. But if we quit, what are we going to do next time we want to do a podcast? He's going to be right back. You said he does it every day. I know. So, what are he we going to do? He should be done pretty soon. No, he's gone over that same oh. area about five times. <laughs> I told you. He, seriously, he has. I know. And now he's not cutting anything. Yes, he is. Well, he's... Look, can you see any difference from where he's cutting yes. to where he has not yet cut? Yeah, look. Can't you see it's a I little bit lower? I can see his tire track. Oh. No, this, this is a sham. 
He's just taking that for a test run. <laughs> yeah. He knows what we're doing over here, and he's just <laughs> he's discouraging to free shut speech. It down. Hey, check out the First Amendment, sir. <laughs> he looked over here. Oh, Great. I, think you heard me. I figured the moor was loud. Enough. Great. Oh. Don't make him mad. Oh, I don't want to. I, I'm waving to him now. Hmm, he's waving, although only partially. Hmm. <laughs> All right, no, we're going to wrap this here because we just have to wrap it. All right, uh, but, but it's yeah, great but, to see. But great yeah, to see you so, back. But back to Father's Day quickly. Did well, you, you have said a nice... we're wrapping. Well, I know. Just I, got a, I got a new Mariners baseball cap. That's it? Uh, that's and your I got a jacket. That's your Father's Day gift. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a very good father. <laughs> They say all you do is sit around watching Mariners games. <laughs> did you have a barbecue? Did you have a? Did they get you a card? No, you know what happened yesterday. There was grandkids, my son, my daughter was there, and so the idea was that we would just have a relaxing, fun day. And then the day went on, and then finally, my wife looks at me, and I look at her, and I say, "You know what we have to do? We have to encourage them to leave now." <laughs> and it took a long time. When nobody leaves immediately, it takes a long time. The ritual—you go out to the car. Yeah. So anyway, I hate that. And it just another half it hour goes, goes by. I hate yeah. that. Yeah. So that's why when I'm done with we people, love them, but we just thought, man, it's just too much chaos here. We're we're getting to the point in our lives where we kind of you you have your routines, you know, mm -hmm. things you do in the evening or expectations that you have Drinking. like on the weekend. <laughs> And, what and, time is it now? I'll yeah. Be, so I mean, I'm that, gonna need you out of here at per, at a per, pretty precise time today. I find that the older I get, the less, um, what would it be? The the less uh, extemporaneous I am. In, you know, somebody can throw throws. When you were younger, somebody come over. Hey, I'm in the neighborhood. I thought I'd come on. Come on, come in. on over. We'll, we'll make some dinner. Yeah, yeah it's let's great. Have some beer. Now. If the it's doorbell rings at night, oh, jeez, no, not really. Is he? Oh, yeah. look who's here. Yeah. Let's just be real quiet. Maybe they. I've maybe done they. that before. I have hidden in my own house. Yeah. Because I didn't want to answer the door. Well, I've done it, and if there's anybody listening that has never done it, well, good for you. You're a good. But we've all done it, I think. Uh, the doorbell rings, and and you're. He's getting closer. He's going to start mowing your lawn. I know. He's going to drive across the creek and come up the stairs here. I'm hoping he'll hit a rock and it'll break it. Oh, he almost did. Yeah, but that... Yeah. Okay. All right. Should we just wrap this up? This is really annoying. Yeah, I can't even remember what we were talking I, about. It doesn't matter. Just okay. write it down and we'll pick it up next time. Okay. All right. Thank you for listening. What? Uh, I said thank you for listening. I can't hear you. It's a beautiful lawn. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Stay low, come to see me in the shade. the spot need the green green grass of home. thanks for listening to peculiar podcast join pat and lisa online at peculiar podcasts facebook fan page on twitter at mr pat cashman and at foster chick Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration.